When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, here we go. It is the Lori and Julia show on Tuesday, April 20th. Some call it 420. I'm going to go with April 20th today. And uh, we're going to have quite a show for you today. We're not sure what's going to happen, but we're glad you're here with us, and uh, we're going to get through it together. Yes, ABC KSCP is going to carry the verdict. If you're just joining us, the jury has reached a verdict in the Derek Chauvin trial, and it is uh, expected to come between 3.30 and 4 today. So we'll break away. We'll break away, and then we'll have Lindsey Brown from Channel 5 in Mm -hmm. to discuss it with us afterwards. Um, this is nerve-wracking. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then last night, oh. we get the news that uh, Walter Mondale passed away. Mm-hmm. Former vice president, U.S. senator, diplomat, presidential nominee, son of Minnesota, and just a life of just amazing public service. In amazing. Fact, I, last summer, after George Floyd, he wrote the most incredible Mm op-ed about how we're still striving for civil rights and social justice. And it was just really a moving, moving. He's just a cool guy. And then Rocco, we thought of you sharing with us. Because you earlier this year, your story. Yeah. I had a crazy experience with Walter Mondale. Once I got a call from my Boss at another radio station said, hey, I think Eleanor Mondale can get a one-on-one with the Dalai Lama, (laughs) and we want you to go record it. And so I said, okay. And they're like, and you're going to fly out to Madison, Wisconsin with Walter Mondale and Eleanor Mondale to meet the Dalai Lama. And that's just what I did. I rented a car with Walter Mondale. I drove through Madison, Wisconsin with Walter Mondale. I stopped by a a strip mall to buy some AA batteries with Walter Mondale. And then I ended up like hanging out with him, eating Tibetan food with a bunch of monks and then sitting in a room with the Dalai Lama and Walter Mondale and Eleanor Mondale. That's a a day I'll never forget. What was he like? He was just the most... I mean, I, the, he was just like a, somebody's grandpa. He was just the nicest guy. Mm-hmm. And, Did he want to uh, know about you? Yeah, he, and and the my favorite part of the day was with him. We were in this. We got there early. The Dalai Lama wasn't ready for us, and so we were sitting like in this dining room, and with some monks that were preparing like this exotic Tibetan food, and they offered us some, and we kind of were Minnesotan about it. We were like, no, we're good. Right. And they offered it again. <laughs> That's and, so Minnesotan. And then I was like, well, I got, no, I'm kind of hungry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yes. I yeah, if you don't mind, I'll have some of your delicious food. 
And so they served us, and it was great. And Walter leaned over to me, and he's like, Rocco, I'm glad you said yes, because I was getting kind of hungry myself. (laughs) And I'm like, you are the former vice president of the United States. Right. And and, uh, he was nervous to ask for food. But it it was, he just was seemed like the sweetest, nicest guy. Yeah. And that's what everybody says about him. That's what everyone just said, smart kind yeah and uh yeah he really i well we've got um the today show had a little audio package and apparently he knew that he was 93 and he wrote his staff um a letter um a farewell letter to his staff thanking them for years of working together and uh, together we've accomplished so much and i know you'll keep up the good fight joe in the white house certainly helps and there's a great story about uh, Walter Mondale when Joe Biden lost his wife and daughter in the, the car accident. Right. In 1972 or whatever that was. Did they serve was. in the Senate at the same time? Yeah. Um, is It injured, killed his wife. He lost his wife and daughter, two sons. Mondale camped out in the hospital room with the re- the recently elected Senator Joe Biden, urging him to stay in the Senate, saying it could become part of his family. Biden would later say that when he had decide he had to decide whether to run with Barack Obama's first call was to Mondale, who persuaded him to join the ticket uh, and said, "You can accomplish a lot as vice president because mm-hmm. he's considered to be the vice president who changed how vice presidents work." So we'll with listen. the president, okay. yeah, we'll listen to okay. the Today Show. Well, he is widely credited with reinventing the modern vice presidency, a proud Midwestern liberal who lost his bid for president to Ronald Reagan. But Walter Mondale was the very embodiment of decency in American politics. Walter Mondale, known to many as Fritz, was a leading senator when he became Jimmy Carter's vice president. A job, Mondale said, used to be just going to funerals, but he transformed (laughs) it into a real partnership as he recounted on Today in 2010. I worked with the president around the clock. Joe, I love you. And we're... Five years later, then Vice President Joe Biden told Mondale he was his role model for how to do the job. You really did modernize the, president, the, the vice presidency. Mondale's own bid for the presidency in 1984 was an uphill battle. I picked someone who I thought would make a superb vice president, or if necessary, a president. An historic choice, but Congresswoman Geraldine Ferraro, the first woman on a major party ticket, tripped over her family finances, and Mondale's straight talk about taxes and deficits boomeranged. Mr. Reagan will raise taxes, and so will I. He won't tell you, I just did. In their second debate, Ronald Reagan deftly diffused criticism of his age with a classic one-liner. I am not going to exploit, for political purposes, my opponent's youth and inexperience. <laughs> they both laugh. All those states colored in blue are Ronald Reagan states. Mondale and Ferraro lost in a landslide. Tributes pouring in overnight, including from President Carter, who wrote... I mourn the passing of my dear friend Walter Mondale, who I consider the best vice president in our country's history. President Biden, who spoke with Mondale over the weekend, writing, he may have been modest and unassuming in manner, but he was unwavering in his pursuit of progress. Walter Mondale left a final letter for all of his former aides, writing, well, my time has come. But before I go, I wanted to let you know how much you mean to me. And I know you will keep up the good fight. Wow. I'm going to cry. I know. 
And I had to laugh. I was reading the Washington Post. He and Carter, their slogan was Fritz and Grits. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's that's funny. When when they ran together. But he, he really... Uh, Wasn't he the ambassador for Japan? Yes, he was. And he was. He was, you know, for, for a climate. You know, he was a real... Uh, Forward-thinking. Forward-thinking, progressive, and... Uh, Politician. Uh, and also, mm-hmm. also pointing out that, you know, social justice... You know that you, you, we have to keep going forward on that and not mm-hmm. being quiet. And he just was uh, a, a kind of an amazing uh, life. And I feel like we talked to that filmmaker Melody Gilbert, of course, yes, years ago. She mm-hmm. did a documentary mm-hmm. about him. I want to say like in two thousand ten or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she did a documentary about mm-hmm. him because he was, of course, you know, son of a like I think his dad was a minister and. Mm-hmm. He was not a, a bragging type of person no. or anything like that. And uh, just a very decent, honorable, good-humored uh, politician. And I feel for his family. And yeah. Chan Poling, I know he was very close with his father-in-law. And, of course, you know, uh, Walter Mondale, you know, outlived his daughter and yep, his, his wife. wife. Mm-hmm. Joan of Art mm-hmm. is what her nickname was because she was a big arts fan. So yeah, ninety three years old, and Rocco, you, I love that I love picture, that story, of and you. I love that story. <laughs> and it's Eleanor so good, and Walter, and yep. yeah, just a really, really, really. It just kind of both Casey and I were just like we just were like, oh, we just had to stop what we were doing mm-hmm. when that came across. We're like, oh, he was such a great, a guy. good person, yeah, right, really. right. All righty. Oh, well, Lordy. again, we will be going live when the verdict, when they've got everybody back in the courtroom, and we'll right. be carrying that live from uh, ABC and KSTP. And in the meantime, we will just have to get uh, back to a story yesterday that was making us crazy. Yes. And now the cookie whisperer has spoken. <laughs> everybody thanks for hanging out with us uh just a note we will be going live as soon as abc uh kstp breaks in with the verdict in the Derek chauvin trial now be between 3 30 and 4 and we don't know we'll just cut away to it right um and that was of course a little meatloaf little meatloaf but uh, we had another notable passing unfortunately jim steinman didn't get to the wonderful age of 93 like walter mondale he was only 73 but he is the epic ballad writer uh Rocco. Could he write all of these meatloaf songs? He wrote, yeah, the Paradise by the Dashboard he Light. He did. He wrote the mo- most of Bad Out of Hell. He also wrote that Total album, e- which was the album that yeah. made Meatloaf. Yeah, he yeah, also yeah. wrote um A Total Eclipse of the Heart. Oh my gosh. Bonnie Tyler. Yes. Celine Dion, it's all coming back to me now. Oh no. He's an epic balladeer. He really it's all coming. I, I do anything for love, but I won't do that for you. Oh my which gosh! Is, you know, bad out of hell too. Yes. Yeah, just so melodramatic and hooky. Just hooky. Um, okay. you're right. Hooky. I like that. And hooky. Not yeah, like here's a song, Rocco. Okay. That yeah. is the only air supply song. Oh right. That I love. Making love out of nothing at all. Oh, I love that song. Sweeping, yeah. epic. Oh, find that one. Ballad. Find that one, Rocco and. He, of course, you know, I already said the Celine Dion. He also worked with Barbara Streisand. And what did he write for her? I don't know what oh, songs, gosh. but All right. for three straight weeks in 1983, he was responsible for the number one and number two songs on the Billboard chart. Total Eclipse, mm-hmm. 
and making love. The air spite was second. Oh, one looks like the yeah. Barbara Streisand song was um, "Left in the Dark" off the Emotion album. Maybe I'll play that for, for you later. I don't know that I know that one. Yeah. Holly posted all of the hits okay. um, that wow. he's written. He died young, seventy three. Yeah, he he had a stroke in two thousand four, and um, he spent years relearning how to use his voice. And he did receive his first and only Grammy in ninety seven for writing. On Dion, Celine's album, Celine the Falling Into You album, mm-hmm. which was, of course, it's amazing. You know, the songwriters, stroke, people, well, people who have strokes are just such fighters. Yeah. Um, wow. Rocco, you got our ear supply. <laughs> it's all uh, yeah, I didn't know you wanted it right me. now. Um, I can play that. It was right. a little something Let's like, listen to just it. Just because it's such a. Oh, they're just so I dramatic. I know. I love the drama, though. I know. This bring it on for me, the song. Yes, and of course, he was in the Songwriters Hall of Fame, yeah. obviously, with these. Tell epic us his songs. name one more time Jim Steinman. And he always wore re- way back when he always wore real, real cool, groovy, far out glasses. And I'm using the words that he, I feel like he would have <laughs> used. Use. And those are words that need to come back groovy, groovy far groovy, out. Cool. That's so cool. We still use that. Yeah, I don't know. But groovy, I really like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep yeah. on trucking. Yeah. We're I not don't gonna, know why. We're, we're not going to get to our cookie whisperer. We're just no. too anxious about this verdict. But yeah. we're going to get to the cookie whisperer. Later started, in the show. Who started something. But anyway, An epic battle on Instagram. Yeah, basically. I do have... Please don't groan. A new show. I haven't had a new show on Freeform, the old, uh, you know, ABC family. Since Sirens. Wasn't that on there? That was CW. Oh, okay. Okay, what was that? Freeforming and that's the old ABC family. All right, so what was the show that you used to watch on ABC family? Pretty Little Liars. Oh, that's Pretty Little Liars. And then they had a reboot, you know, of the night. But here is a show that I know I'm going to love. I just know it. And it's getting pretty good reviews. she wants everyone else to love it, too. Well, you know, it just might be... Okay, so it's called Cruel Summer, and I think Jessica Biel is producing it. Okay. She was on Ellen yesterday, but I could not stomach watching those two gush over each other in their fake ways about all their fake crap. Honest, (laughs) Pete, you're so... Funny. So I think it's she's because she's gotten into producing okay, and we yeah, love we her start, show, The Center yes. on USA. It's a so great it's show. Cruel. Cruel Summer, and it starts tonight on Freeform. And okay, so here's what people write about it. The narrative framework of this tangy, nasty series cuts from ninety-three to ninety-four to ninety-five and back. So it's, you know, one of those. Over that time, Jeanette, a sweet but not very popular girl. Seems to evolve into some kind of pouty, glossy sociopath. At least that's the opinion of Kate, a sun-kissed teen queen who blames Jeanette after her own charmed life takes a horrific turn. So it's like oh. a mystery. It's, you know, it's a mystery. Oh, you love it. But I like I the use of the word tang. Tangy and nasty. I love tangy. Yeah. You're so tangy. Tangy. But there, it's going to be. I can't hang out with you anymore. You're too tangy. It's, oh, it's it reminds be... me of like how much I love that show, Outer Banks. Oh, we loved the Outer teenage, Banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah. what it looks like okay. it's going to be in Outer Banks with a murder mystery and, and you know, hot older teenagers. Making, making out, out and finding okay, their way in life. So Rocco 
I am, I think, Serpent on Netflix, which is the story of this just horrific man that used to steal people's identity and money back in the 70s. Um, he, true story. True story, based on a true story. And um, I knocked Lori's out finished another one it. last night. So and you're, I'm, you're I'm too into, deep into it, yeah. It's stressful, that second one. Oh, my gosh. I, it's stressful. If I Like I told Lori, I think I told Lori on Friday when you were gone, if you guys hadn't... Re- like recommended this show so highly to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd stay with it because it is just. I understand it's horrible. I mean, it's obviously well done, but it's just like awful things happen to good people, right? And but it, just yeah. wait, Rocco. Because okay? I'm over There's... the. Because Rocco, I feel like because um, I... I only have one episode left, mm-hmm. so I feel like I'm over the bridge right. of the horribleness. Okay, After good. the third episode, I enjoyed the fourth one a little bit more and the fifth one more. Well, because it's going more into this other stuff. You're getting over the, the initial shock of, of, of how what horrible this guy this is, guy is. Yeah. and then you get a little bit more of the backstory. And the uh, clothes, uh, the clothes, and the travel, mm-hmm. and the in the way the world works back then with just paper was right. is really Traveler's fascinating. Checks. Traveler's checks, oh, right? Yeah. Right. It's just kind of fascinating. No phones, none. No, I and you know I I remember my mom and, and my two girlfriends' moms when were, you went to Europe with I, no phones. I went to so Europe I. when I was nineteen years mm-hmm. old for two months and um, no phones. Yeah, but I mean, bad, we were giddy not that oh. our parents made us check in much because it was you know the late 70s and yeah. people were more relaxed about everything yeah. but my mom was like what if you get kidnapped and we're like we're not going to get kidnapped but we could have been kidnapped think about it Lori. think about it rocco you studied abroad right yeah like that was 92 yeah there was still no cell phones no yeah you and i traveled very... abroad and i just remember you no didn't one, check in with anybody no unless one. you needed money. I called my mom, though, from all the major cities. You did? Because I was with Say this hi. guy I didn't like. Okay. And I'm, Mom, he won't give me any money because he had the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, so all right, stay okay. tuned. Stay tuned. And again, um, we'll be breaking into ABC News between 3.30 and 4 when everybody is gathered for the verdict in the court. Of Derek Shevin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be back.